Blog Talk Radio. difficulties seems to be a theme but it seems like I'm good <clears throat> so since we are live y'all know who I am it's your boy heavy handed J back on the man green eggs bitch I'm the man bitch I'm the man bitch I'm the man not sure will have uh will have gave me some sound advice last week told me to have my 14 year old daughter on a job <clears throat> My wife laughed when she heard it. I was like, shit, man, it ain't even her. I don't know what what the hell it is. But we back, we back, we back. And we got to do it all over. But look, man, y'all know what this show's about. Kawhi, the Lakers, the Clippers, a little bit of Raptors. But I was supposed to be here in celebration today. That's what I was supposed to be doing. I was absolutely supposed to be here in celebration, talking major shit. I'm late, you know. I'm actually late. I should have been here celebrating three days ago. I swore I would be, having all kind of sound chopped and screwed, talking shit to these niggas, you know, chest out. Now, we ain't in mourning or nothing. I just wanted to be greedy, just greed, pure greed. Wasn't even sure if Kawhi coming to the Lakers would work out. Was more uncertain on how that would all work out. But I wanted it. Boy, I wanted it. And even more than that, my boy Jonathan was on here just, you know, there's a, a sect of people out there who want magic to fail. I got a whole theory about that. I call it geeks versus jocks. They're tired of the jock getting the girl. I got a whole theory we could talk to about that, but there's a whole bunch of people out there who want the magic to fail. And I was supposed to be here in pure, unadulterated celebration on the verge of belligerence is what I was going to do. You know what? I was going to have a drink before I started the show. I didn't care about accuracy or detail. I wanted to be greedy, and most of all, I wanted Magic to win, and I wanted Magic to be able to say to everybody, Nigga, when my name come up, respect it. Let's go. Stop playing with my fucking name. Now it's debatable whether I'll be able to do that or not. Some will try to draw that conclusion. However, I got smoke for that, so tread carefully. Tread waters carefully with me right now. Because I have smoke for everything. 
Okay? So we had the Kawhi, you know, somewhat of Kawhi's betrayal. Now, let me tell you one thing. Look, I don't dislike Kawhi, but I don't like him. <clears throat> I feel like he used us. I feel like we was like a side chick until, you know how we are using a little broady broad till we get back with the one we like. You know, that's 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 what I feel like happened here. And that's another discredit to the entire front office. Because it seemed reports, as my man Willa is going to talk about, the reports said my man in Toronto, they smoked Kawhi out early. That's why it was quick up there. They said, oh, no, Kawhi, you're not going to use us as leverage, buddy. You better go on down there to Southern California with those dipshits and keep them on hold until the fucking last day of free agency. I'm a little peeved about it all, but roster has filled out. Roster has filled out, you know. Still got a little money to spend. We'll talk about all that. We just got general free agency going on also. It's been a lot of moves made this summer. Jimmy Butler going down to South Beach. You know, Jimmy Butler obviously not looking to be in contention for a championship. Who's down there with him? They might get Russell Westbrook. I heard that's the name, and that's that's the third thing we'll get to today. We had some breaking news that Russell Westbrook wants out of Oklahoma City after hearing that he was on the trade block. I don't know. Big day. A lot of talk, NBA stuff, man. Before we get into it all, I want to bring all the homies in, and let's get this party started right. Is this really your real phone number? Being my uh, unappointed producer, but how's how's your eve? It's night. It's night in um, well, it's night here. How are things in Texas? If you don't know how things have been going here, it's been rocky lately. We've had a, a lot of earthquakes, and I had my first earthquake outside. I've always wanted wondered how earthquakes feel like outside, but it should feel like something at Universal Studios. For those of you who don't know, who've never been outside when the world started to move. It's like you and some shit at Universal Studios, like, it's not even real. But Willow, what's good with you, fam? Oh, man. Um, you know, no problem with that, man. Uh, I'm here, you know, out here in Texas, man. Hey, after enjoying, that's what I want to say, after enjoying a great weekend out there in New Orleans, shout out to the Essence Festival. Hey, if you're, if you're 34 Ooh. and up, black, and you want to see, you know, you... you, you you know, I'm, I'm a married man, but if you want to look around, see bubbles everywhere, see a good ratio. You know, I would. You know, if you're not married, it's probably a little better than what the time I had. But hey, excellent time out there in New Orleans. Um, it's I'm back out here, out here in Big Springs, out here in Baby Mexico. Got working again, but uh, you know, it is what it is out here. Um, I've actually been through an earthquake. I've been through two earthquakes, really. I was when I, I used to live in Oklahoma City. We had a mm. uh, there was an earthquake there. 
I know exactly how that feels where everything just goes to the right and then to the left. I don't know. You know, it wasn't no 7.1 and no, no shit like that. But I felt how that felt. That shit is crazy. That's it, one of the craziest things I've ever felt in my life. And I also was out there in Cali maybe maybe last year or the year before, and I was in the hotel, and I just felt the motherfucker sway. And I was like, oh, 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 you know, I need to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty surreal feeling. Hey, man, but give us a bar about that Essence Fest now. I mean, is it jerking, jerking like that? Or is it like, you know, I mean, is it like Cheeks, Cheek City everywhere? Hey, it was nipples. Now, it was it was bubbles everywhere, but the nipples were out in full effect. I don't know. Everybody Ooh. was going with their all African natural look. No bra. Areolas everywhere. No bra. <laughs> yeah, no bras. There was no bras being worn. I'm thinking about 70 to 80 percent of the women out there had no bras on. Uh, when the breeze came through, everybody was poking. Hey, it was a great time out there, man. I'd never been to Essence. Uh, I don't know why. You know, I, I've been. Uh, I felt like I've been losing on life, but it was going down out there. Respectable. You know, everybody's out there. You know, it's just a lot of black folks out there. Older black folks, not no rowdiness. I didn't see no fights. Uh, didn't see nobody throwing up. You know, when you go to New Orleans, it's usually fights, throw up, you know, titties and ass. This one was just titties and ass, man. So it was a great time out there. Um, I I recommend everybody, every black adult needs to hit Essence at least one time. Get that feel, you know. Got to see uh, Ashanti. Fine ass, very close. Oh, we got a hug. <laughs> you know, oh, we la la shoot shoot her shots at uh Carmelo. She was looking good, but Ashanti was looking way I've better. Seen... And I, I heard she was talking to Michael Blackson, so you know, I might have had a shot. I look better Shit. than that nigga. That nigga looked like a fucking mosquito with a baby <laughs> crawl. That nigga ugly, but um. Shit, man, I'm. I would love to go there, but I don't need to go nowhere, man. If I'm not, if I don't have my ball and chain with me, homie, either I'm not. You I, either I'll my do. Partner had his with him. I oh, okay. With, uh, I went with a married couple. You know, it's still you could do it's everything. You know, you could go out there with your. I mean, that's probably a lot of it is couples out there. You know, it's probably. Well, I say a lot of it. All a lot of the men out there were with their guys. Now the ratio, now the ratio might have been twenty to one out there. Like you would go, you walk, it'd be a group of fifteen women. You walk over there, mm. and it's twenty women over there. It's a group of five women. It's six women on the balcony, you know, uh, twerking. You know, it's Jeez, women over crazy. here. It, it's crazy, man. I don't know why. You know, hey, I almost, I was like, why haven't I been here, dog? Free go man. out there, but you know. Before then, he might have been too young. So this is a thirty. This is a thirty-four and up club. You know. Uh, this is where all the the moms and dads go to freak off, huh? Right. This is where Stella probably went to go. My friend. So remember that weekend trip. Remember there was a black uh, a, a woman a movie with the black ladies. They all and it was called like Summer Trip or Weekend yeah. Trip where they went somewhere to get knocked down. I had some yeah. friends that went last year and they said the movie came out right before Essence. And the old ladies were out there doing the fool. Well, everybody, y'all here, man. Essence, I've been seeing it all over Twitter. You go out there and find you a good. It was back in the day when bitches were seamstressed and <laughs> fucked and did the dishes and hey, took care of y'all. Hey, I saw yeah, every yeah. patch on my kids' entire teens. 
baseball team for eight, nine years straight. Wow. Well, that didn't what didn't go as planned, but yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard my man, but um, no, seems like a good time, man. Seems like an amazing time. Uh, I would love to be, love to get there one day. We got some more family on. I'm sure he's gonna have a mouthful. Let me bring him on. Cause this is for the Jonathan, how's your evening going so far, sir? Hey, what's up, guys? Everything's going, everything's going good. But uh, man, are you sure only black guys can go to that Essence thing? Because that sounds pretty good. <laughs> hey, was it other cats hey, out there? I ain't gonna lie, I didn't see no Hispanics out there, dog. I saw a few white people, but on the wrong weekend, you know, they were looking around like, what the hell's going on out here? Oh, cause yeah. you know, cause you know, you know, Spanish guys, you know, we we got flavor too. You know, we got a little bit of flavor. You know, we we'll probably, you know, we won't blend in. We won't blend in as easy, but you know, we ain't as stiff as the white people. Jonathan, you know, we coming to your shit. See, y'all, that's the problem. Y'all don't come to ours, but we coming after your women full fledged. You already know that. <laughs> I mean, I never knew about yours. I mean, we never knew about your stuff. I mean, now that you now hey, that I ain't there was some Hispanic women out there. I, I think a few caught up. Yeah, there was a few bubbles out there. But I didn't see too many Hispanic men out there. I ain't going to even lie. Uh, oh, man. Man. The nipples were poking out. It was hard for me to see a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that would be pretty blinding, I must say. But, John, what's good, though, fam? Like, you know. How are you feeling tonight, man? You know, let, let's go on and kick it off, bro. Let, let's go on and kick it off as we should. Look, we had a lot of reports. I was hitting Willa up. I was sending shark, big shark fishing memes. And, you know, I, I had it all ready, man. Look, I wanted to come out and just really talk my shit. I had it all going. But uh didn't quite work out as we planned. I don't think it was, you know, any fault of anyone. I think it was just a mastermind plan by old, old quiet man. The the one that comes seems aloof and seems unknowing is probably the most keyed in dude. You know, we come to find out, but we had all the reporters, all the freaking, uh, so-called insiders and they just leading us everywhere, man. We, we living and dying on these hopes and whims of what these people are saying we're checking, we're updating, I'm updating Twitter left and right, man, just thinking that the ball finna drop any moment. And I feel slightly let down. I feel like Kawhi kind of played me like a, a chick who who just wants to go out with a guy uh, just to, for dinner. You, 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 you her dinner dude, you know. But I feel like definitely all the pundits, let's please take a note, guys. Them motherfuckers don't know shit. Okay, because they was going minute to minute like we was until the actual report came out. That's what was definitely apparent. And let me—I I have a, a audio collage I want to play for them clowns, all of them. Here we go. Where will Kawhi Leonard end up? My answer is the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> We're gonna dismiss the biggest story that came out today. The biggest mistake that would happen would be Kawhi Leonard. To the Lakers. It is, is done. It deal, is wishful thinking. But, but I'm going to okay. leave a little space mm-hmm. for the Raptors and 
Very little for the Clippers. Very little for the Clippers. There's also a rumor that Kawhi is leaning towards the Lakers. Yeah, he's in the Lakers already. Uh, signed. They signed Kawhi? I believe he'll end up with the Lakers. They're his first choice. Now, the Clippers, I'm told there's a concern on Kawhi's part of who's the second guy. Like, is there enough? If y'all didn't quite get it, let me say it again. I'm here to stay. I don't even want to talk with you. I don't want to hear what you got to say because I already know what's going to happen about 6 o'clock this afternoon. Lakers in three. We're about to go 83 and 0. Oh. Page, you're 98, 99. Not that. I'm 94, 95. 95. <laughs> <laughs> I still believe he's going to be a Laker. Before it's all said and done, before 2025, we could have 20 titles. My friend Chris Broussard reported this morning that the Clippers are officially out, out. this morning from Woj. Teams have simply been told this. If information on your presentation gets out, you are really imperiling your chance of signing Kawhi Leonard. They want it to be private. That's interesting because the only team that's kept it quiet and private has been the Clippers, and they're out. Maybe that's like why free agency is so Breaking overnight Southern California braces for more aftershocks after another powerful earthquake rocks the area. Magnitude 7. Well, that was kind of a tribute to those assholes. Hello? Did we go silent? I'm still here, JP. Man, I think I think we lost the uh, we lost the captain. Wow. Will, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. All right. So I guess we could just keep it going. All right, so yeah, you know, going off is uh, going off the little video tribute. You know, I, I kind of feel the same. I kind of feel the same as as JP. You know, he, uh, I think he kind of hit it right on the on the nail. You know, we were all kind of, uh, we were all kind of intrigued with this possibility of uh, like they kept saying, right, ninety five, ninety nine percent chance that Kawhi Leonard was going to land with the Lakers and. I kind of have mixed emotions, Will, about it. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, deep down inside, it kind of feels like he wanted to be a Laker. But at the same time, I mean, I still got that little itch on the side that says he was using the Lakers as a tool to buy the Clippers time to get what he really wanted. I don't know, man. What you think? No, definitely, man. I think they got masterminded the whole plan. You know, JP was hitting me, like he said, starting last week, hitting me with, oh, you know, L.A.'s going big, big, uh, big, big fish fishing, shark fishing, all this nonsense. And I kept on telling him, I kept on asking him what the reports were saying. Every day I put in air quotes, reports, because you can't ever trust these guys. Um, you know, I like Chris Broussard, but, you know, he was saying all that stuff about, the, like, you never can trust these guys, man. I knew. I knew that Kawhi. I know Kawhi is a smooth, slick individual. Now I don't know if it's him or his uh, 
or his uncle that's making these moves, but whoever it is, they they've been doing it since they got out of since they got out of San Antonio, man. So, you know, this wasn't a surprise. I'm very, you know, I'm happy that he didn't go to the Lakers because that would have been a super team, and we don't want to see that shit no more. You know, hey, I'm hey, it, I'm glad there's a lot of parity again in um in the NBA, man. So it was a good look. I'm hype. I'm glad I get to laugh at the Lakers fans. Even though the Lakers got a good team, they're still in the hunt. You know, they got LeBron. And, in fact, you know, this could be a good thing. You know, LeBron, the reason why LeBron hasn't won the last couple of last couple of rings is because uh, he didn't have to go against the Houston Rockets and also because of a super team. There is no more super team. So, you know, the Lakers, I, I still think they're probably the favorite. Rockets number two. But you know, I'm glad that I'm glad that Kawhi made that choice. Even though I think this was just a just a smooth play by him, or Uncle Dennis, or whoever you know, his uncle or whoever it is, and they played these guys. They they couldn't get any big any other big big uh, fish like JP wanted to say. They had to had to sit back and wait on Kawhi. And I think this was all a move to do that. He let Jerry West do his thing. Jerry West might be the king of basketball when it comes down to it. He's the face. He's the face of basketball, and he might have proved today that he's, uh, or whenever that was, that was Friday, that he's the king. No, absolutely. And, and, when, and, and you're absolutely right on that point that, you know, I mean, Adam Silver has to be jumping up and down for joy seeing that, you know, Kawhi Leonard actually signed with the small market team, even though the Clippers are in Los Angeles, but still they're one of the franchises that a lot of people – or most of the NBA, you know, most of, most of professional sports kind of look at that organization as a small market team because of the juggernaut that is the Lakers here in L.A. So I'm pretty sure the parity of it all has, has the NBA feeling real, real good. But, but you know, but at the, at the same time, though, you know, th- this kind of goes back to, the, to many conversations that, we all, that we've had in, in, in all the other podcasts as far as uh, – Seeing how, you know, I, I think I think you guys, I think I don't know if it was one uh, you guys or JP that kind of put it as, you know, you can't sell sunshine and women anymore. You know the the you know the way uh, professional athletes you know are able to have access to whatever it is that they want. They don't necessarily got to be in LA anymore. They don't necessarily have to be in New York anymore. I mean, because that's a whole other conversation on its own, the way the Knicks were completely bypassed by Brooklyn. You know, it's almost like, you know, you know, the Knicks and the Lakers are, although it's, 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 it's way different, but it's similar in the sense that, you know, you know, you got little brother Brooklyn and little brother Clippers, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, outshining their, their, you know, the big market team. You know, and especially the Knicks, you know, this is this is kind of going, this is kind of showing how NBA players or, you know, professional athletes, you know, are, are going to these teams to not only get their money, but they're also going in there to establish their own legacies. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, I know that, you know, Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, you know, are, aren't players that need to really prove anything because they've proven so much. But at the same time, you know, they're cementing their legacies, you know, in these small market uh, teams where, you know, it could really blossom not only for, for their brand, but also for the NBA, you know, and I think this is, this is uh, these are new times that we're looking at now, you know, we've always, 
you know, laughed at the Brooklyn Nets, laughed at the Los Angeles Clippers and said, ah, you know, they're never going to amount to anything. You know, Kawhi doesn't want to go to the Clippers. Who the heck are the Clippers? But, you know, but now, you know, with these big moves, you know, it, it's starting to show that, you know, you know, it's it's not all about, you know, the legacies of these franchises. It's about creating, you know, I mean, I guess I would speak as a play, speak as one of the players, you know, they're creating my own legacy, creating my own thing. You know, at least that's just how I saw this whole uh, development with Kawhi signing with the Clippers. Well, I think Kawhi is about his legacy because, um, you know, he had made a quote a, a while ago that he doesn't want to play with LeBron. He wants to play against LeBron. So I think with Kawhi, it's about the legacy. The rest of these guys, I think they're just scary. I think KD didn't go to the Knicks because he's scared. He said it himself. He didn't want all that pressure of trying to bring the Knicks back. Butler went to the to the Heat because he's scared. He doesn't want any. Um, they don't, you know, these guys, I don't think it's, I mean, I understand where you're coming from with Kawhi. I think that applies for Kawhi. These other guys, I think they're scared. I, I think Paul George didn't want to go to, didn't want to go to Los Angeles last year to the Lakers because he was scared to be under the spotlight like that. Kawhi did, been there, done that. These other guys, they haven't done that, and I think they're scared. KD, I think, even though he's he doesn't need to prove himself, but he sort of does. I think he was scared to go to the Knicks. I think that's what I really do. I don't think it was that he wanted his own legacy because he could have had his own legacy at, at, at with the Knicks. The Knicks are the big team. The Lakers are the biggest teams, right? So I think he was just scared, man. I think uh, Butler showed that he doesn't want to win. Um, KD, I think, wants to win because he, uh, he went out there with Kyrie, but I think he doesn't want that extra pressure of being – on the one of the trademark teams of the NBA. So, you know, I think you can look at it. You can look at it that way, like the way you said with Kawhi, because Kawhi's been there, done that. And he, he, I think he took the cerebral approach and, and made it happen. But uh, those other guys, I think they were just scared. Yeah, you know, it, 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 you know, now that now that you you bring now that you bring it up like that, it could be a, a situation that they were scared. But at the same time, I mean, we're now looking at you know, Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant not wanting to go to specific, because like, you know, the reports are out there that Kyrie was really, really, because, because, you know, before the Brooklyn Nets were even a topic of conversation uh, of destination, you know, for Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant, you know, they were talking about the Knicks. I remember Stephen A. Smith, you know, telling Max Kellerman, you know, and there's a chance that, you know, these guys may end up in, in New York, you know, the Knicks, you know, might be, you know, uh, on the uprise, you know, with these guys. And, and I think that may have been the case, kind of like, you know, the rumors that we're hearing that Kawhi may have wanted to be a Laker or whatever the case may be. But, you know, I guess the, the point where I'm trying to get to is like, you know, we have NBA players now really understanding that they need to, they need to hook up. They need to pair up with other superstars. And if Kyrie was telling KD, hey man, it's not. I'm not. I ain't going to. I ain't going to the Knicks. If you wanna, if you wanna pair up, then let's go to the Nets. I mean, let's let's go to the Nets and let's see what we could do over there. And you know, and from what everybody's saying here in in, in the LA media is that pretty much Kawhi Leonard was telling the Clippers, look, if you guys aren't gonna get another superstar, I ain't going over there because I'm not gonna waste my time dealing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You know, with just me and Patrick Beverly, you know, not to throw shade on Patrick Beverly because Patrick Beverly is a top defender in the league. But at the same time, I mean, he needed that B player 
or you know, or that one B, or however you want to phrase uh, Paul George, because you know this is that's exactly what happened with Brooklyn. I mean, and with 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 Kyrie and and Kevin Durant is that you know they needed to pair up, and and you're seeing that more now. You know, with LeBron James, you know, last year you you saw that you know it was it, it was absolutely important for the Lakers to make these type of blockbuster moves. You know, as far as making sure that you you know, pair up the two superstars and, you know, and see what happens with the rest of the, with the rest of the roster, because well, Golden State, what they did is they, they changed the game. You know, they changed the game with this whole super, with the super team aspect. You know, we saw what LeBron did with Miami with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, but, but what Golden State did kind of eclipsed that. It eclipsed it in a magnitude that it's kind of thrown the NBA in a, in a, and it's just the NBA, at least for right now, in a in a state of frenzy that that now it's like, nah, we 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 gotta hook up, we gotta make sure that you know you and I play on the same team, you know, because that's the only way we're gonna have a chance to win. And you know, and and the only good thing is that you know the way the salary cap is constructed, the way that you know franchises can only pay you know certain players, you know max contracts and you know and if they go to other teams they're not going to get paid what they could get paid in the home team all that really plays it plays a big part in the parity that the nba at the end of the day really wanted to establish i mean at the end i mean as of right now the nba i mean it looks like they they're this mastermind plan of creating parity through these super max contracts i mean i think it's paid real dividends at the end of the day because you know, it's hard to do what Miami did in the past, you know, to have three max players in one in, on one team. This is why the Golden State Warriors couldn't stay together because they couldn't pay everybody. You know, it's, and, and now, you know, you got players kind of splitting up in pairs around the NBA, kind of what they did. I mean, the Eastern Conference looks pretty good. The West looks like it's, it's, it's back to its, its status the way it was, you know, during the Shaq and Kobe years. I mean, I, I, I just think that this whole thing with superstars having to link each other has a lot to do with the way the salary cap has been constructed by the NBA. No, definitely. Um, I think that, you know, I don't think this is a – I would say you're right, but I don't think this is, a, this is something new. I think they're taking it back to regular NBA where you always – you know, only a few guys like Akeem Olajuwon and uh, – Maybe one or two other guys have done it without another star. Everybody else needs another key player. And they're just taking it back to that where we just got, uh, you know, two guys per team. And I think that's good. That's Like I said, that's going to bring parity. We've got a whole bunch of two-man uh, groups now. Everybody's got a two-man group except uh, Westbrook and, uh, and uh, my man Butler down there. Maybe they'll hook up and they'll be a two-man group. But everybody's got their two guys. Uh, um, and – I think that's great for great for the league, man. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to next year, especially as a Rockets fan, not having to see uh, K, uh, AD, LeBron, and Kawhi on the same damn team. Uh, looking at LA's roster, they they got a good roster. Both both teams, they got all right rosters. But I think the Rockets can compete. I think um, you know Philadelphia is going to have a, t- a chance to compete. I think Milwaukee is going to have a chance to compete. You know, they. I think this is a good thing, man. Kawhi. Even though he he went about it, you know, well, I'm saying that even though he went about it like a mastermind, he told us a long time ago that he didn't want to get with LeBron. He didn't do it. He stepped by his word. He made the uh, 
he made the NBA great again, man. So I'm gonna start calling him the Black Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, and and, that, and that's the and that's the crazy thing right now about the NBA is like looking at the Clippers, looking at the looking at the Lakers, especially out here, you know, and then looking at Houston. I mean, everybody's gonna be a big. Everybody's got a shot. Everybody's got a big uh, contender now, you know, because I think I think the last time I heard that at least Vegas has at least twelve teams going deep. You know, I mean, it's it's twelve deep as a chance of. Who could possibly win the NBA title? The odds-on favorites, I mean, obviously right now, I mean, on paper are the Lakers and the Clippers. And I think after that, it's followed still by the Golden State Warriors. I go, depending on how they get healthy, I go, but looking at these rosters from A to B, I mean, they look pretty good. I mean, I mean, as, as a Laker fan, I mean, I got, I got to admit, that, that Clipper team looks pretty good, especially the way they're built defensively. Now, the Clippers... You know they were already an, a deep team when it came to their role players. I think I think uh, JP kind of alluded to it as far as you know looking at how uh, Doc Rivers was kind of like you know cheated out coach of the year for the simple fact that you know he had a lot of uh, how, how can you how can we phrase it a lot of C D and E players. You know he didn't have those superstars. You know, but at the same, especially with the with the six man of the year, you know, with them having two six man of the year. But looking at the Clippers roster, that team without a bona fide superstar made it to the eighth seed of the Western Conference, and they challenged Golden State with Kevin Durant and actually won two games off of them. Now you're plugging in uh, Kawhi and Paul George, and these guys are probably arguably the best two way players in the league. I mean, you. I mean, you, I mean, I'm not saying that Paul George is a top five player in the league, but when you look at up and down, the ones that can play offensive defense, I mean, Paul George is up there. He's one of the best ones that can do it. Now you're talking about the Clippers being a real tough defensive team for for teams coming in and out of Staples Center and for them going on the road. I can see them posing an immense amount of problems for teams. In, night in and night out, you know, until they figure things out offensively. Because, I mean, like we all know, you know, defense leads to offense. But at least for right now, these guys know how to defend. They haven't forgotten how to defend. So they're going to be pretty formidable in the way. I, I mean, and I think that's where Vegas is kind of leaning towards. I mean, leaning towards the fact that these Clippers can be a big threat defensively, you know, in the meantime, they can figure things out. Uh, you know, I'm not really – I've never been sold on Paul George. Um, you know, Patrick Beverly is a – you know, he's a – I think Houston Rockets are the ones that gave him his chance, you know, so I got a close close bond with Patrick Beverly, a guy who put it all on – who puts it all on the line every night. But, you know, I think – I've also seen Lou Williams, right? And I think when Lou Williams plays on teams with – Stars, he sort he sort of falls off. So who's gonna be that? Who's gonna get them those buckets that they need when it when it's time to you know when it's when it's clutch time? We saw in um, in the the, the the championship game that Kawhi, you know, in the fourth quarter, Kawhi sort of disappears sometimes. So you know, I, I don't think the Clippers are are gonna be that good. Me personally, and 
you know, this is very biased. You know, I, I am a, a Houston Rockets fan. I don't think they're going to be that good. You know, I, I was giving JP a lot of slack saying that number two made those guys number two in L.A. But I still think the Lakers have the better roster. They got the two better players. And, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not so – like I said, I'm ne- I've never been sold on Paul George. I know Kawhi is – Kawhi is very good, but he's not a scoring machine. He's not a – he's more – people like to talk down on James Harden. But, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard showed that he sort of has that same – he's got that same type of game. A lot of his buckets are coming off of fouls. Um, he can't really – he's not really that good of a shooter. No, neither is Paul George. Paul George, I think, is probably their best uh, offensive player right now. He might be he, he might be their best player. What we forget about Paul George is that he was a beast until he got hurt. And he was sort of a beast last year. Um, in fact – he was probably he, when I think about it, Paul George might be their best player. And if Paul George is your best player and you got Kawhi Leonard as your second best player, that's that's pretty damn good. When I, when I you know as I'm talking through it at, right now, because uh, Paul George is pretty is pretty damn good. I've never been sold on him, but when I think why I'm not sold on him is because he he got hurt. We were all sold on Paul Paul George probably what three years ago uh, when he was with the Pacers dominating the league. Um, so. You know, I'm just – like I said, I'm not a, a Clipper fan. I'm from Houston, so I, I don't really think about these guys that much. I'm just glad that he didn't hook up with the Lakers. But as I think about it, they've got they've got a pretty good chance. I'm not sure exactly who else they have on there except Lou Williams. And like I said, Lou Williams came to the Rockets, and as the, as the third guy on the team or the fourth guy on the team, Lou Williams didn't do shit when he got down here. He was supposed to be the scoring genius. He didn't do shit. He never does anything unless he's the man. Last year, he was the man on the team, even though he was the sixth man. That was sort of his team. He was the scorer. He was the guy that was getting the buckets, and he could do that all day. I want to see how Lou Williams does again as the third man. If you've got Lou Williams balling, and you've got Paul George healthy, and you've got Kawhi Leonard, and he can, he's going to play his, uh, you know, I don't know how many games he's going to play, 50, 60, 70 games. He ain't going to play them all, but he's going to play most of them. They've got a pretty good chance. But like I like I ended it last time when I said it, I'm still going. I still think the Rockets have the better have a, a good roster. They have the better roster. They have one of the deepest rosters in the league. So we're just gonna see how it plays out, man. But you know, I'm very like I said a million times today already. I'm ecstatic that Kawhi didn't pull the whole ass nigga move and went to and and, and went to the Clippers. You know, and and you know, deep down inside, I gotta admit, I mean, it kind of did seem too good to be true, to kind of have, at least as a Laker fan, it kind of seemed like a little too good to be true to have all three of those guys on the same team, you know, because it, it wasn't, it wasn't like there was like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm I'm sure, you know, for for a lot of us, you know, it's this whole thing that I like to say of, you know. Uh, like, for example, I always have this argument with some of my buddies. They're always saying things like, oh, man, well, why wouldn't he want to come to the Lakers? This is the Lakers. Or why wouldn't he want to come to the Dodgers? These are the Dodgers. Or, you know, or who wouldn't want to play for the Yankees? You know, you know, sometimes we have to learn to separate our loyalties and our fandom, you know, and, and think about, you know, the bigger picture. 
just because we see uh, sunshine, women, or, you know, we see the great city of, you know, wherever it is that we live, doesn't mean that everybody else is going to look at it that way. Or just because they grew up uh, fans of a certain team doesn't mean that their their interests or, you know, their personal interests, their families, you know, their whatever it is, it, it doesn't, it's not always going to fit the same way. And sometimes a lot of us have to just separate that little portion of, you know, what we think is good for us versus interpreting that as that's going to be something good for whatever it is. But, you know, but that being said, you know, going back to the whole, you know, strength of, you know, the power rankings, at least these somewhat, you know, looking at the NBA through a landscape. The only reason why I think the Clippers are probably at least right now on paper, one, a good team is that they don't have too much, uh, they don't have too much to work on in the sense that, you know, the majority of the team is still intact. When you look at, and, you know, and the same thing goes for the Rockets. You know, the Rockets, you know, it's still the same team. There's nothing that they have to, to tweak, fix, or, you know, because this, you know, if anything, the Rockets, the Rockets are probably going to add role players or make significant trades here and there because they're obviously not going to trade James Harden. And obviously that Chris Paul, uh, contract is going to be damn near impossible to get rid of. I mean, that, that contract is, you know, probably one of the worst contracts, you know, out in the NBA right now in, in, in terms of, you know, trading or getting rid of. But the Clippers are adding these two superstars to a team that's pretty much already intact. The Lakers, on the other hand, you know, everybody's pretty much brand new. I mean, Anthony Davis is brand new. I mean, you, yeah, you got Rondo back, you got JaVale McGee back, but you're talking about all these different, you know, uh, whether it's Avery Bradley, you know, Quinn, um, Quinn Cooks, you know, all these players are brand new. So the continuity between the teams are going to be very, very different. And I think when you're adding two superstars the way the Clippers are, you know, it could be a little bit more of a, an easier gelling process. Obviously the Rockets, I think I, I kind of, if, if I can make a bold prediction, I think the Rockets are going to lead the Western Conference for at least, at minimum, I mean, I don't think, I think if they shift, they're probably going to shift between the one and the three, and I think they're going to be in the one for the most part because they're the ones that are going to have the most, most continuity because they're not really changing anything per se unless they, unless some blockbuster move is in the works, you know, because I do believe the general manager, you know, uh, I keep forgetting his name. Um, Daryl Morey. Uh, Daryl Morey. I mean, Daryl Morey will. I mean, I mean, ESPN Radio here kind of has a running joke that he'll trade his mom to make the team better. You know, I mean, that guy will try to do whatever he needs to do to make the team better. But at least for right now, looking at the teams for what it is, I kind of see the Rockets mainly dominating that one spot. Because I even hear that part, Paul George just got, you know, just wrapped up some shoulder shoulder surgery not too long ago. So he's not going to be available for training camp. He's not going to be available for the two first two weeks of the season. And then we already know that Kawhi is really, really big on that load management. So we're going to have to wait and see, you know, how these records are really going to play off because, you know, it's, it's not going to gel right away. I don't see it with the Lakers also gelling too quickly. And, you know, and I think Houston can pretty much run away with the number one seed for majority of the season. What do you think about that? 
No, definitely. That was going to be my bold prediction that Houston will be the number one team in the league uh, next year. Now, we'll see how that goes in the playoffs. You know, I think we'll have, you know, everybody takes shots at James Harden, what he did. You know, he lost the last three years to a super team, similar to what LeBron did. Um, So, you know, it is what it is. We'll see how it goes in the playoffs. We haven't done it in the playoffs, so I can't say what what we're going to do in the playoffs. i got to keep it real. But what I do know is that during the regular season, we're going to feast. And what what Harden is good at is feasting. And this is going to be a season of another 30-plus points, uh, eight assists, eight rebounds type of type of year, MVP season for for Harden. Hopefully Capella, you know, who I think Capella is the reason why we fucking didn't get to the chip this year because he, he, he likes to soften up against um, Green for the uh, Warriors. But if Capella can somehow get his hands, keep his hands the whole season, Gets get his strength back, go back to dominating on both on both sides of the ball, running back, you know, running up and down the court. I think the Rockets, you know, we're gonna be good. Like you said, we haven't we haven't lost anybody. You know, we've got a guy Daniel Danielle House who we sort of he was wrecking at the beginning of the year, and then we had some kind of dispute, so he had to go back to the D League. But Rockets got a, a good chance, man. We weren't gonna have it, it wasn't looking good for anybody if Kawhi went to the goddamn Lakers, but he's not. So everybody took a deep breath. Everybody got to take a sigh of relief. What was that on Friday? Everybody's got a chance. And like you said, I think the Rockets will be the number one seed. We will have home court advantage for as long as we play in the goddamn, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, people around LA because you know LA, uh, it's it's you know LA, New York. I don't know if Houston, you know, it's kind of like that. You know, I don't know if Houston's kind of like that or anything. But uh, out here, you know, it, it's very it's it's not too common. It's not uncommon to find people that come from different parts of the country. You know, LA, New York, and I think Miami to an extent. You know, it's one of those cities that you know. You get people from all sorts of different walks of life, all, all all parts of all parts of the country that live, you know, in these cities, and everybody shares that same sentiment. You know, everybody that I talk to, that's from different parts of the country, they say, "Oh man, thank God Kawhi didn't sign with the Lakers," because it was true. You know, a lot of and you know, and you heard this a lot on on sports on sports radio, sports TV. You know how they said, "Well, why even watch the NBA?" If Kawhi signs with the Lakers, why even bother watching? We already know what's going to happen. All out what's been going on the last couple of years with the Golden State Warriors once they got KD. Everybody knew Golden State was already going to go to the finals. It was just a matter of how. But going back to that point that you talked about James Harden, you know, getting bounced out by a super team, the only thing that I thought about, you know, when it came to the Rockets, it's more like, you know, it, it was almost, especially I think it was in 2018. I mean, you guys had him on the ropes. Uh, it, it was, it was. I mean, I don't think I've ever cheered so hard for a team to lose when it came to the to the Warriors because you guys had him on the ropes, and it was just, it was just like, oh, it's gonna happen. And then Chris Paul, you know, gets injured, and then that's that's just, you know, that's that's the whole story, right? That the rest is history as far as that happened. But I think when it came to 
to putting that super team on the ropes, I think nobody did it closer than the Rockets did. And I think going back to what you said about, you know, how the Rockets have a really good chance, this is where I kind of I kind of thought the same the same lines as you did. If there's no super team to challenge the Rockets, why wouldn't they be able to challenge the Clippers or not necessarily challenge the Clippers because it's not like the Clippers or the Lakers have really done anything. But as far as, you know, why wouldn't they have a legitimate chance to be title contenders or to win the Western Conference when the one team that was pretty much a lock, you know, they're they're out. KD's gone. Uh, uh, Clay, they, they're thinking that he's not going to come back to about January. So at this point right now, why wouldn't the Rockets be the most formidable team in the Western Conference? At least that's how I saw them, you know, coming into the uh, going into the to the 2019-2020 NBA season. But it's just it's just that for me, looking at the pairings, you know, when you talk about Harden and Paul or Kawhi and Paul George, to me, LeBron and AD still look pretty scary. I mean, I think. I mean, I, at least as of right now, the way I kind of see it, I see the Rockets and the Clippers as the better teams. But when it comes to that dynamic duo, if we can use that superhero term, I mean, AD and LeBron look pretty scary. That, that to me, looks like the best pairing, at least for right now in the NBA. And, I mean, and the way, and the, way the Lakers are pretty much putting – the actual pieces that they need. I mean, they put rim protectors like Boogie and they kept JaVale and they're adding, not only are they adding uh, shooters, you know, that are shooting above 35%, 40%, but the thing that they struggled with the most last season was free throw percentage. They were probably, if not last, they were probably within the dead last in the NBA as far as free throw shooting percentage. And now everybody that they're getting at least shoots greater than 75%. So at least right now, I mean, I mean, there's so, I mean, that team looks pretty, pretty good too. I mean, the Lakers look pretty good too, but at least for right now, I do see the Rockets pretty much having a stranglehold on the Western conference, at least for the time being. No, I feel you. Hey man. Hey, Jonathan. Are you getting a text from JP? Because I think they're on some. They're doing another show on something. They are. Then oh, we got to call know. back in. Okay, all right. Let's call back in. Yeah. Then. Yeah. All right. All right. 